gonna get your booty grooving from conception to perfection. Never in between, we're messing it. Lot of shit goes into getting one film made. You'll be a maid to people too, and they don't even get paid. The stew is boiling over, sticking a spoon and stir. With Ryan Matthew Tickler. It's more than a dime. Medanizing movies, baby. Joe shaves himself from, <laughs> from toes to tips. You know, <laughs> Joe and I, we kind of balance each other out since I don't shave at all. Oh, well, I was oh. going to say, that's why, you, that's why your character is now known as the Squatch. <laughs> the rest of the movie. Danny the Squatch? Danny the Squatch. <laughs> I like it. All right, we're, we've been recording for a little bit. So yeah, we here. recorded a little thing for earlier. So we're well, I meant the thing's already going, so whenever you're oh, ready. Oh, it's recording right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I got to think of the theme song every time, uh, how it ends. Oh, it would do it for me, Joe. Do the line. That looks Adam. That makes Adam Sandler look good. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to another award-winning episode. Lies. I mean, I guess we could win an award between yeah. now and... When this actually goes up, but yeah, yeah, the Special Olympics are a thing. God damn it, Joe! How many seconds did that take? None. What's not even? I mean, all all the shit he was saying before we I pressed record and then. Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you're sticking with us after that, this is 99 Cent Movies, brought to you by Hometown Hero Productions. It is a podcast dedicated. To uh, chronicling the making of an indie horror comedy called Butcher the Bakers. My name is uh, Ryan Matthew Ziegler. I'm also acting in it. And I am joined, as always, by Tyler Am, who is the director, the producer, co-producer, co-writer, editing it. Going to do a lot. He's doing a lot. Going to do a lot. He's <clears throat> doing everything on this Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's like Mozart. You want a little update? <laughs> yes, you want a yes. Update? Yes, we would like an update, please. So we need $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll find. I'm not too stressed about it. But we finalized some locations. We have our ending. We pretty much have our homeless shelter where we're going to be, our hotel, yeah. where we're going to be staying. JBO. <laughs> um, we have some new cast stuff. Nick's been making a lot of good uh, gucky art stuff. Yes. Um, a lot of costumes and guns showed up, which I'm, I'm pleased with. There's a lot of art testing stuff. So for the most part, like I'm feeling 90% pretty good right now. Yeah. Uh, the big things are, uh, the possibility that we might not get the bakery, <laughs> even though it's called butcher the bakers. Now there's nothing that may, let, lead me to believe that I just get really impatient. So we sent the script in and we're just waiting to like go like schedule. And so okay. it's like, it's been like a, a week or so and I just get really antsy. So Jenna's going to talk to the bakery owner tomorrow. Yeah. So hopefully it's Sweet all's talking. well. And I'm just being totally impatient because we did lose, we did lose grace. Mm. We did lose grace. Unfortunately, our, our, Little baby girl is all grown up now, and she's too busy for us. We're so. down to greener pastures. Yeah. I still hope so. She won't return my phone calls. I know. She's too big for her britches now. Yeah. You know. we, we She was the title character. Now she doesn't want to be bumped in oh, the yeah. next movie. I'm just playing. Butcher the Baker's part. featuring Grace in yeah. Tiny Jokerman font. So, Grace's yeah. room two, Butcher the Baker's. That's yeah, probably exactly. what she wanted. So that's that's disappointing because it was a fun like it wasn't integral to the plot um, like it being Grace from Grace's room but it was just a fun little nod to the last yeah. film but you know it, it, 
in in hindsight, it's probably better that we don't have two full fledged returning characters because Sam. Yes. We, yeah. we we have a, a like a we. It would be weird to have a returning lead a, protagonist and a lead antagonist. So um, it's you know I'm sure it's probably for the better to be less distracting, but it it would it was a fun it was a fun little joke and yeah. we just everybody loved Grace's acting because it was so intense. She was great, yeah. Yeah, I would never would have thought she had you know came from not an acting background. Humble at all. humble yeah. beginnings. Yeah. Uh, a, a wonderful family, yeah, and they don't talk like she does in the movie at all. <laughs> so sorry, um, Reinhardt's. I apologize for that. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it's kind of yeah. There's only like we we need a little bit of money, but like it's not like over budget money. It's just like we were ho- hopeful that we'd have a couple of people invest yeah. in. So I think we, there's still time, but um, you know, if, if I had to go get another loan, fuck it, I don't I don't care. Well, there's point. other ways to make cash. This is the Illinois Valley. We'll yeah, we'll hanging out behind Wendy's. <laughs> Do you yeah. know that Wendy's in in, uh, in Peru closes at like ten o'clock all the time? Ten o'clock. I, thought I mean, was... I think that one in Ottawa closes at like midnight, which yeah. I think is early. Yeah, but I mean, ten p.m. even on like a Friday. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're maybe <laughs> Joe. Who who owns the the Wendy's yeah. in Peru? What if I need oh, nuggets uh, at ten? That's a uh, Ronald McDonald. Oh, <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna do something more like the Mormons or something yeah, like. Yeah, he bought it out. Yeah. Yeah, he like he jerks off in the chicken. Okay. God damn it, Joe! There it is. Um, <sighs> well, actually, the thing is, I think if my math is correct, and it always isn't, um, if you're listening to this right now, I guarantee you know, uh, and it's right after it's this come out, we should we're making the movie right this minute. Yeah, we are. This- we are, in the words of Mark Twain, to paraphrase the great Samuel Clemens, we are balls deep in principal photography right now so I'm, I'm pulling it up right now this will come out on june 27th yeah yeah so we're in it we'll we're already right three days in so so if you're listening to this get in your car and come find us yeah yeah actually according to the rough Woo! schedule we have hold on hold on hold what on. will we be doing right now on monday the 27th uh, this is literally titled brain fart schedule <laughs> So wait, what day? What day is the twenty seventh? Is that um? It's a Monday. Twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Monday. Yeah. We will be doing um, we will be downtown. Yeah. We'll be down down a little bit by um, uh, we won't be at the bakery, but um, hang hang out by Papa John's around one a.m. Yes, come out yeah. to Papa John's tonight. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's like going. It's like I feel like I'm in the future right now. Yeah, well, I definitely think we should do uh, like you. You should you should go around doing little episodes every day. We're on set and go interview somebody. I'm into it. Yeah, find the person who looks the worst and talk to them. <laughs> who looks the I'm most sure miserable? Have, yeah, it probably won't be me. Surprisingly, yeah. I had a great time doing Grace's room, even though it was really stressful. Yeah, it looked yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, I'll let, I'll let you talk to your guest now. All right. Uh, as always on the show, uh, we have a guest who is either a member of the cast or the crew. And I'm excited today for many reasons. Uh, our guest is Devin Ford. Um, f- first of all, when Tyler said that Devin was coming in, it's nice to have a female. <laughs> this has been a little bit of a boys club the last seven or eight podcasts. Seven or eight years? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. and, and it's all been dudes talking about dude shit. And, uh, and now, Joe. And Joe. You know, he, he's asexual. Um, <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> I know. It's his... But yes, Devin is playing the character of Danny. She's one of the lead actresses. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, how are you? Good, good. How are you doing? <laughs> Wonderful. All right, all right. Um, well, she's she's your counterpoint. 
Yeah, in, she's in like my in, point, in my opinion. She's like the female Martin. Yeah. And well, I'm the male Danny. Yeah. Well, you were supposed to in the original script, you guys were supposed to wink wink nudge oh, nudge. Oh, yes, we became a couple at the very end. Yes, you did. So there was there was like that arc. In this one, it's far from. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it actually is like, I, I think, think she pistol whips you yeah. in this one. So. Within like two minutes, she's hitting me in the face with yeah. a weapon. Uh, yeah. I don't even think it's really deserved, but it's funny. So. Uh, your character deserves yeah. it. Yeah. Both Martin and Sam are pretty. Yeah. They deserve a lot of the abuse. Well, you you, you ruined Sam as far as I'm concerned. So you're the you're the worst. Such worst. a bad influence. Such a horrible you fucking influence. carny. I know. Hey, the carny code. Yeah. All right. Carnies that, and rubes. What? Carnies and rubes. Okay. And then yeah, at the end of, after we interview um, Devin, of course, we passed the show over against our all better judgment in a segment called "Pass the Buck," where Joe Buckley comes in and just destroys all. Measures all of credibility, good, measures of good taste, morals, values. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I get most hymens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he destroys hymens. Yeah. No, 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 no. Any woman that's going to go to Joe has been in the game a long time. <laughs> the hymen is a not even the, is not even a ghost anymore. I mean, because these are these are paid women, basically, is what I'm saying. It's all stretched out like an old piece of Laffy Taffy. I'm disappointed myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I made that joke. I'm sorry I made that joke. I know. I'm so surprised to hear you you with the hymen. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I I spent a lot of time with Joe today. Yeah. We went around around finally delivering the Kickstarter rewards for Grace's room. Oh, wow. So is Joe going door to door saying, here you go. Here's your movie. He went mailbox to mailbox. I would not let him go to the door. Oh, gosh. Oh, good. But anyways, I'm sorry. No. So, yes. Welcome, Devin. Um. I guess um, we'll just jump right in with the questions. Um, what made you want to be an actor? Oh, geez. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> that's let's a hit, big one. Let's hit it hard. You know. <laughs> all right. Um, well, we got to go back a little bit. Yeah, go back. Um, How you got started in all this crazy so make-believe? I started acting, actually, when I was 13. So this is about 15 years in the making now. Um, I well, when I grew up, I we were kind of poor, of mm-hmm. course, you know. Oh, like, where are you, where like are you from, Anisha? I should probably uh, start that since <laughs> this is a local thing. Sure, sure. Um, um, you you aren't from the Illinois Valley, but no. you're not too far. You're not from too far away. Uh no, it's about an hour away from yeah. Joliet. Yeah, I'm like 45 minutes away. So yeah, we're all about yeah, the same radius. Not too bad. Um, I was raised there my whole life, uh, which is basically where I got my acting start. Okay. Um. My mom, she saved up money for months, basically, in order to uh, get me to go to an acting class at the Rialto. Excellent. And from there, of course, in high school, I did anything and everything that had to do with acting. Mm-hmm. I was there. Uh, I actually, I had my first taste of directing in high school. Me okay. and a couple buddies of mine, uh, we got together and we, we pitched this idea to have a completely student-run, student-produced um, play. Oh, nice. And, you yeah. know... Of course, the the school district kept putting roadblocks in the way. What was the what was the play? Was the one that you wrote? Or? Uh, no, it was called Killjoy. Actually, I do not remember who wrote <laughs> it. Awesome. This was years ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, we you know we end up jumping through all the loopholes and we end up pulling it off. So that was my first taste of directing. Um, after high school, you know, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go audition at all these different local theaters and. And whatnot, and, and it was great. You know, I got to experience uh, community theater for the first time. Ah, yes. Um, the which, mistress that is community oh, theater. Of course, you know, that's that's where my heart is. <laughs> um, that's where I got my start. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after after about six years of doing community theater, 
um, I noticed that my life had just become so monotonous. Mm -hmm. It was, I wasn't pushing myself. I wasn't trying to do anything. I was just staying a stage actress, Yeah, you know, and, it, and, at and, local community. Yeah, and as somebody that's done a lot of community theater as well, I understand it, it's the same type yes. of stuff over, yes, and, it over gets, and over. It gets a little stagnant. Yes, there's nothing, there is no, like... Yeah, there's it, there's nothing that's pushing you because it's, it's the, same the same shows thing. that the people yes. down forty miles are going to do, and yes. if they didn't do it already, then they're. I mean, it's the, the same. The next year they're going to do it. Yeah, it's the same like thirty um, plays and musicals so over and over. Actually, uh, right after high school, I ended up meeting this group. Uh, they're called Latitude Forty One, and it's a local you know theater community. But what they do, they produce shows that are so out of the box that. Um, it was it was wonderful, yeah. you know, like working with these people and and they basically sparked this whole idea, all right? And what they said is you're wasting your talents. Like why are you why are you just you're not trying to direct anything, you're not trying to do film, you're not trying to do anything. And um and I decided at that moment that I was going to stop disappointing myself. Mm -hmm. So this was early 2015. I was working four jobs. I was uh, directing children's improv. Okay. And that was it. So I literally, I wasn't doing anything for mm -hmm. myself as far as theater when I wasn't doing anything to educate myself or, you know, further my career. Um, so basically I quit three of the four jobs and started acting more, started, you know, reaching out, expressing to people that I wanted to start directing. I wanted Excellent. to learn the ins and out of everything. Yeah. You got to hustle. Yeah. Yeah. There was, yeah. you know, I had six years to catch up on because I had gotten out of high school and I decided to stay put mm -hmm. and I decided not to do anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So right around spring 2015, I had maybe a few thousand saved, um, quit my last job, packed everything that I could fit into the trunk of my car and decided to go audition anywhere, wherever I could. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, that took me out this way a little bit. I ended up auditioning in Morris. My first show after making this giant, you know, self-realization that I had to better myself, I, I didn't get the part. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, you know, maybe I should go back to Joliet. No, no, no. Um, two months later, the, one of the directors, he's actually um, one of the creators of Latitude 41, he made a part in that show. So calls me a week before the show opens and says, um, I've directed you before, and I know you can do this. And I was like, okay, what? You know, he's like, can you direct a script in a week? So, wow, wow. Of, of course, me being boastful actor, <clears throat> of course. Yeah. I can do it five days. <laughs> I know, I was a like, week is a luxury. I was like, three days, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I went in three days later, and I, I was maybe about 80% memorized. And... You know, just seeing that I had come from Joliet, you know, middle of nowhere, and sort of saved the show, which mm -hmm. they ended up giving me a award at the end of it. Wow. It was it was great, oh, you know. Yeah. Just they're like, thank you for stepping in and and helping us. And from there, it had just been uh, word of mouth. The yeah. the next couple shows after that, um, I ended up meeting Joe Einenbach. Oh yeah, I've d I've, I oh, did uh, Death Trap two years yes. ago with Joe. And he's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, as an actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's hilarious, too. So, you know, he called me and he's like, I heard from word of mouth that you're great to work with. My assistant director actually just dropped out. You know, he's like, would you be willing to step in? Mm -hmm. That's how it like, happens. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Because, only because I had completely opened my schedule up 
to make myself readily available for these opportunities that that I had skipped out. And, you know, unfortunately, and it pains me to say this, but 2014, I probably skipped out on way more opportunities than I'd ever be, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, but you uh, learned. But you, you, but you learned. Yeah, from it. You absolutely, learned. and that's what I learned. I learned yeah. that you know when when these opportunities present themselves, and you know what's going to further your career, you know what's going to be better for you. You have to take it. Mm-hmm. You absolutely. know, it, it's important. It's important to keep learning. It's yeah. you know, um, so essentially, uh, from there, I ended up meeting Walt Willie, who's you know Ottawa. He lives out here. And now he's now. I know the name. I'm not 100 percent familiar. He. Did he do soap operas? Is that yes. what he? Yeah. Why? So okay. he um, he did soap operas for uh, all my children. All my children. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, from there, you know, he did some uh, some like independent shows that he actually wrote okay. himself. Um, Wild Bill. He does. Okay. Um, and now actually out here in Ottawa, he has a children's theater that he's running. Oh wow. Um, he does plays. I think three times a year. Um, so, I mean, you know, he's staying busy. It was, yeah, absolutely. it was definitely a learning opportunity that I wanted to jump on. So I came on his team as his stage manager. Okay. All right. I was not, you know, an actor, nothing like that. But of course I'm like, uh, do you think I can read for you? Oh yeah. You know, yeah, you get your foot in I'm the like, door. let me just, you know, <laughs> let me just see what it feels like. Um, and I got up there and then, you know, a couple minutes later, he's like, please be on the show. He's like, I <laughs> know we, is. we took you on a stage manager, but we can't. And I was like, all right, all right. You know, and. Like I said, I had I had denied myself doing these shows for a while. So I was like, yes, I absolutely want to be in a show. Um, you know, and, and then from there, it's just I met Tyler. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want to hear more. <clears throat> we'll hear more about, um, about <laughs> that story in and of itself. So but first I want to ask, have you done um, camera stuff before, whether it's short films or sketches? Yeah. Or films? Um, so right after high school, actually, I did a couple like indie shorts for a couple colleges in the area. Um, Lewis University, University of St. Francis, you know, mm-hmm. whenever they were doing uh, like little projects and stuff yeah. for their school. I did that. And then, you know, I dappled a little bit uh, doing extra work. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think everybody that lives uh, in the Chicago area yeah. that's an actor should try <laughs> it. I've done it several times. Uh, I enjoyed it. Just oh, I hated it. For the it. experience. What did you What did you work on? Um, So I was actually on the pilot episode of Boss. And the, I know, yeah, a lot yeah. of people in Chicago <laughs> yes. worked on Boss. Yeah, Lots of people, either as extras. I know people that had like little one-liner. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, Boss was, was, was one of those shows where – it's yeah. It seems like the Chicago film community is actually very small as far as actors yeah. are concerned. Like you see a lot of the same actors yes, popping up everything. Absolutely. So Boss employed like everybody that was doing that does oh, on camera yeah. stuff in Chicago. That was great. I mean, um, you know they they had budget enough basically mm-hmm. to take really good care of their extras while they were in holding. Yeah. Um, you know there was another one. Um, I was on the pilot episode of MTV's Underemployed. Okay. Um, that was another one. They also had a great budget. It's mm-hmm. just. You know, doing extra work, it wasn't it wasn't for me, and it honestly almost ruined film for me. Oh, really? Um, it just why I was is it, like, why is that? You know, I was like, oh, I don't like it. You know, if if this is what goes into making a film, like I like the rewards that come from theater. Yeah, yeah, the immediate like gratification yeah, was, of, of the live. Yeah, experience. that it was three months and it was right there. Mm-hmm. You know, where when you're filming, especially doing extra work on you know it's big very productions like that. It's yeah, very, it was. You know, yeah. it was a lot of uh, sitting for seven hours and yep. then you get up for ten minutes. Yeah. Um, and some people love that. I absolutely did not. Yeah. So um, I went back to theater and, like I said, right after that, I just stayed stagnant mm-hmm. and didn't do anything else. Um, 
so then that's when I made the decision that this this has got to stop. Like, yeah. I wanted to pursue film. I wanted to pursue television. Yeah. Like, why am I not doing anything, yeah. basically? Yeah. Well, yeah. So, okay. Um, so, and I we've heard Tyler's ver- – in the first uh, podcast, Tyler kind of talked about how he had just sort of heard about you – and he messaged you on Facebook. I don't know if it was Facebook. I mean, really, I, I just saw her face all over Facebook. I mean, okay. that's pretty much all it was. <laughs> yeah. is, is, I mean, I, I know Walt, we, when he came back to Ottawa, I think uh, she was living in New Mexico or something like that. But after this, uh, all my children ended, he came back to the area. And uh, the first play he did, we had done our, uh, me and my old posse of idiots, we did a musical that we wrote. And um, we kind of like, co-headline together for the local river fest this is so small town sounding but anyways um like that's when i first met him and like so i i, I me and walt know each other and i i eventually started seeing dan or devin that's her character <laughs> name uh devin popping up on facebook now and again and it's just like i mean if, if you know devin she's aesthetically beautiful and it's just like it, you. You, she has a face you don't forget and so I mean, I was I was always curious what what she was doing with Walt's productions and things like that. And then, like I, you know, I, I would pay attention. And then the one thing that caught my eye the most was like the the improv stuff she does with kids. And like that was like a big part of like what me and my dumb idiot friends used to do back mm-hmm. in the day was like like yeah, we made a dumb music video that got really popular. So we made a nonprofit <laughs> instead of just making more of those music videos and <laughs> shooting so, for the moon. Yeah, maybe. exactly. It's like that kind of stuff. Where it's like we just wanted to do like we just wanted like kids to do fun stuff. Yeah. And, you know, because and whatever. And so like that, I connected with that. And so when we were doing this stuff and we knew that we weren't going to be flying like Rachel and Amber back from California and things yeah. like that. And like we had to cast because I hate casting because one, it's either I don't have enough options at my disposal and I just pick somebody because, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, drink Red Bull. <laughs> um, I don't have enough options and I just pick somebody because I feel like I have to or there's too many people here and I don't know how to deal with that because I feel bad. I don't like to turn people away. Yeah, I And so, like, with Grace's Room was great because, like, it was word of mouth. It was just, like, friends of friends and it worked. It was I had my cast before I had a script, you know, kind of thing. And so, with this, I was like, I, I didn't want to, like, really advertise it and we didn't. And so, um, I knew Sean and I knew you and I knew that that's you, you the guys that I wanted. So, I was kind of mainly going for the look and I was like, well, you know, Devin's all over the place, like, on, on, on Facebook, you know, and hopefully for great things, you know? <laughs> and so um, I was like, I guess I'll just Facebook message this girl. Cause like I showed her to Virginia and I'm like, I know she does theater stuff. I I'm sure she can act and whatever, you know, we're not shooting for the moon here because this, this script is going to be like, I don't want to say the hammiest one we've done. That was when it was ill. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's pretty goofy. And so I was like, I, I don't think we can lose here. And so, Thankfully, Devin responded, and and we had we had an audition, quote unquote. I mean, she came over here, and we pretty much were just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and again, like the biggest thing, like uh, when she came here, was like all the stuff she just said about how she's making these big life decisions. She wanted to be like working for herself and not like turning things away because, like you know, it, like creatively. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I, that's all I care about. Like that's like you know. It, it, and when she's talking about like the extra work, like turning her off to film and things like that, and it's like I would like to be able to provide an experience for you where that's not the case because yeah. it's like we have to yeah. work around each other. It's like, like I, well, yeah. I mean, I'm still in my work clothes, you know, for working at the regional office of education. You know, you came straight from work, and it's like that's we have to make this work for our schedules, and that's why we mm-hmm. shoot a movie in nine fucking days, which is yeah. insane. Yeah. And so pretty much, I just explained all of that, and I was like, if you're cool with that, like then we're cool with you, and this this is going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so let's all just be cool yeah yeah I think yeah it so that's out rad. yeah, so, yeah. um literally uh so the what, yeah, day, what did you think when you got a message well, from this guy uh, the day before tyler had sent the message actually um i was sitting on my couch and 
like a trailer for Grace's room had popped up on my phone. I must have had a mutual friend, something like mm-hmm. you said. You know, I so I was seeing things for this mm-hmm. production, mm-hmm. and I clicked on it and I watched it, and it was it was awesome. Yeah. I was like, this is incredible. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I looked. She's over already and- got the part. I just <laughs> want that out there. She's got the yeah. part. Yeah. And so she's saying that she means it. <laughs> um, so I look over at my friend and I'm like, you know, this is like, I want to contact these people. Like, I should be working with these people. I, like, exactly. I was like, this is indie film. Like, this is going to be a good transition for me. Mm-hmm. You know, the very next day, Tyler sent me this message. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, this is like, absolutely. Like, if this isn't supposed to happen, then, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know. And we, we, we were married a week later. So, <laughs> so you know. It worked out great. And now it's going through the divorce proceedings, which is going to make it yeah. awkward on set. He, made, we're all he made a great first ex-husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's. I think that's on his business card on the backside when you flip yeah, it over. But, but I've had that for water. five years. So. <laughs> so when you came in initially, like it was it was ill, which for, again, we would cover it again. It's a script that was sort of a slasher movie slash home invasion movie. But the hook of it was everybody in the movie had food poisoning so there's explosive diarrhea and and vomit all in a fun kind of over the top you know uh, way so you you came in (laughs) how did tyler describe the pro the the, uh, project to you um when it it was still ill you know he he didn't really say much until uh (laughs) we actually sat down and read the script and you know i saw how uh, grotesque it was (laughs) (laughs) because but um, someone that's coming you know from from theater and hasn't done a lot of film, yeah. so you don't. So I'm pretty. I I'm going to make a big leap of faith here to say that you never were in a theater production that had projectile vomit oh, and diarrhea. Gosh. No, um, I so wasn't. Was but shock, I can I tell you, I was 100 uh, percent for it and uh, super <laughs> excited. Um, I absolutely, you know, just wanted to get blasted with some dookie. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there was, was a lot of dookie. Blasted with some um, dookie. so much dookie. But you know. Uh, this script now, the script that we have, I 100% feel that it is the absolute right choice. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, personally, for me as an actor even, I felt like my character in Ill, um, I felt like it wasn't going to be such a smooth transition from uh, theater to film. But th- my character now, Danny, uh, is – I feel like it's perfect. It is yeah. – it's literally just like it's my uh, my spirit animal. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is me. It's a much, <laughs> yeah. it's a Perfect. much more aggressive sort of Ripley and aliens. Yes. That is um, sort, wonderful. You know, sort of. Uh, the ca- the characters are much more defined and not just because like, like I had opportunities to sit with both of you privately and work on your characters and even write some scene stuff together. But it's more like with the last film, it was kind of like everybody had the same problem. Like everybody had a bad day and they were trying to just get through it. So it's, it's, it's hard to define everybody's individuality and not just do it through like characteristics, yeah. you know, how their ticks and whatever makes them unique. And so this one, it's, it's very obvious where Martin is kind of a sleazeball mm-hmm. and Sean is like his like good friend slash lackey. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's like, you know, he, he, he'll, he'll follow you, you know, into hell, but he's not gonna be excited about it. No. And then Danny is, is like very, um, let's see. I feel like I'm a, uh... Fueled by love and revenge. Absolutely, yeah. You you, you have a your character has a, a through line. It has she had her her um oh what is the actor word they always tell us about arc? Um, no, not arc. Um, 
the desire, I guess. Oh, he yeah. He has a very uh, specific want. Yeah. And that's you know what the character wants and you know where she's coming from. So, you've yeah, you've got a lot of meat. There's yeah. a lot of meat on the yeah. bone yeah. For, and, for the character. And, and especially in this last reading that we just did, um, like, cause we, like we've read together maybe twice with like all the, the leads-ish. And I haven't given any direction yet because it was like, I, you know, every time I was like, okay, here's a big chunk of pages. Like, I'm not going to give you directions after you just read it. And the last reading we did, it was like the full script. But I, my, my concern was, it's like, we're getting close to filming. We might have like two or three readings where I can actually give directions. But it was like, everybody was already picking up on cues for things that I was like concerned about before. Like you and Sean, it's like you, you guys were, were pretty quippy and pretty quick the first time. You guys kind of slowed it down this time. You guys gave each other time to breathe and, yeah. and bounce off each other, whereas yeah. um, before uh, Devin and Lisa were a little bit slower. And I was like, "Oh man, this has got to be quicker and snappier because like uh, Danny's a little crazy and Pat's Pat's a little like you know, well not a little, she's very um, uh, sarcastic." Mm-hmm. And it's like it, that's got to be. And this time it was like boom, it was like uh, Devin set up the line so well, like she would do like the slow draw and then would just like she'd pick it up and then. And then, like you know, just like and yeah. then Lisa would hit it on the. It was it was perfect. It yeah. was I, I was so excited. It's fun to it's fun to watch it to be in the. It's fun to watch other actors, um, get to do their stuff, yeah. especially when there's scenes that you're not going to be in. Um, so and I've always felt that way, even when we're doing plays and table reading. So it's fun. It's been fun to watch uh, you and Lisa, uh, you know, start to develop this, you know. Um, and it, well, camaraderie even, and even the, the the culmination of the movie when like the two groups finally come together like I love that scene like the, um, it was like we kind of it, we knew this was going to be very exposition filled because it's like these two groups they both have their different motivations they're coming together and it's like we already know both sides how do you make that interesting because it's just like well what do you know well hey what do you know and it was just like it was so funny like yeah. I, I loved it and then Joe's there so that, <laughs> that's always funny Joe's there stealing the movie which yeah. is awesome and so but like I I, I I think that for some reason I think Virginia and I are pretty decent at writing endings, um, and that even goes all the way back to River City Panic because we just cut the head off that thing right at the end. Yeah, which that movie that's all that movie needed is just <laughs> just, just kill this thing now. Yeah, mercy type yeah, mercy killing. But with, I love the ending. But, but with Grace's room, it it like we were really proud of when we get to the 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 carnival and everybody separates. They're doing their own thing. Grace is kind of picking them off one by one. Da da da. Whereas in this film, you guys are all together and like, I was like, this is going to be beastly. It's like, there's so much shit that has to happen. And it just kind of like, it would just like, we'll generally be like, what's the motivation for the next, for the next page? We're like, for the next minute of action, what are we going to be seeing? I was like, okay, this is where I think it should be going. We would just, it just flowed and flowed and flowed. And I feel like everybody has like fucking great shining moments. And it's like, I'm super excited to see, uh, uh, Devin's character get her, um, revenge. Yeah. And I'm excited to see, uh, your character kind of, uh, have his big moment yeah. where even though he's been the butthole of the movie, <laughs> he, he's not going to give up. He's going to keep going. Bloodied uh, and beaten, but still. Yeah, Sean. I I think I think Sean gets the best joke <laughs> of the whole fucking movie. I think that's going to kill that whole sequence. Um, uh, it involves a little. Uh, oh God! Of course. How did I forget? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I don't want to spoil that at yes, all. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to that be great. Big. And um and and Lisa kind of plays a back seat to. Um, all the stuff that's going on in the end, but like the best part about that is that all she gets to do is comment and be sarcastic, which is like that's what she's really good at in real life too. So I know that personally. So <laughs> you've learned. I've learned. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to hung up all the airwaves, but like it's just like it. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm yeah. I cannot. I'm so excited for this movie that I'm not worried about it. Yeah, and that that means yeah. a lot coming from me. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm. I'm. So, how excited are you? Super excited yes, about doing this. Definitely. I mean, this is this is 
you've done short films. You said you've done yeah. video projects, but this is your, I yeah. guess this is your first yeah. feature. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, and you're getting to do it in a real way with yeah. one set, one week, boom, get it out. We've got pre-production. We've, I mean, um, it has 100% changed my opinion on film already. <laughs> and we haven't even started. Yeah. Um, it's just, there's, there's so much more that uh, you can do, yeah, you know, when yeah. it comes to uh, indie films. Yeah. Like, I could literally come in here and say, hey, is there anything that I could do? And Oh, there's plenty. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. It's all hands <laughs> on deck. And you can find yeah. something. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, it is different. It's yeah. completely different, and I'm loving every minute of it. Now, do you think uh, you're – maybe you don't have a personal approach to acting, but uh, is there anything that you you think you have to tweak about yourself or tweak about your approach to the character scene as it's going to be uh, – out being, oh, it's being shot out of order. You um, have to kind of think about the through line because you may – we're shooting like the climax in the middle of the week. And right. then the next day you have to think back, okay, emotionally – where was I here? And because mm-hmm. it, it's, it's different than when you've right. done you know plays. Because a play is like you start the show, you end the show, you, you go through the whole journey in order. Yeah. And I've I had trouble when I first started doing because I did plays you know since I was nine years old. And but when I didn't start doing any like film stuff, right? Until you know I got into college <clears> and stuff. And so f- the first time I was doing something long form, um, I had real I had a hard I had a really hard time. Out of order, day to day, trying to keep the same sort of emotional intensity because I was like, wait, a, you know, I was used to going on the journey from the curtain up to curtain down with the character. Right. And, you know, but with film, it's like, OK, yesterday I did the death scene, but today I'm doing a scene before the character died. So I my character doesn't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's right. Like, absolutely. It's all out of order. Um, and, and, you know, 100 percent what it's like. Um, I don't think that I would have a problem getting back to the same level of energy as what my character already is. I actually think that um, I would have more of an issue with being too over the top. Mm -hmm. You know, that it's your facial expressions, you know, in theater, of course, are, you know, 10 times bigger so the audience can see you. Yeah. Where, you know, in film, you don't have to do that. That's a whole, yeah, that's a Um, whole other, yeah, aspect to all of it. I, I understand how it works. Um, and that's honestly why I wanted to try with indie films. Mm-hmm. So that way I can get the experience. And, and I actually, I expressed that to Tyler in the beginning too, that, um, you know, I don't have a whole lot of experience, but I'm absolutely willing to learn. Um, well, that's, that's a big part of what, how we developed <laughs> uh, Danny's character coming into the new script, kind of knowing that, because I love, I love that she brought up the faces. Cause if you, if you saw like the promotional posters for that we did for yeah, those are, yeah. Devin's I mean, face. It's, it's, well, it's great. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. I think they sell the tone of what, because people are just yeah. seeing these, this poster, Butcher the Bakers, they're seeing these people. They, right. But when they see your, your photos in particular, it sells the tone that this is something that's going to be silly and huge. And I want, but you, we don't know what it is. Yeah. It's a girl with a machine gun making a crazy yeah. face. What is, it's called Butcher the Bakers. What the hell is this movie? Yeah. Right. And, and honestly, I feel like, uh, that's why this Danny character um, is much more suited, you know, mm-hmm. for me rather than uh, the last character, um, mainly because it is more of a mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit bigger. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm able to to actually put forth uh, like anger and, you know, sadness and mm-hmm. all of this stuff where, you know, I, I feel like it would have been a lot harder for me if it was just a normal character. Yeah. If it was just very sort of calm and mm-hmm. I, I honestly feel yeah. like I, I'm not sure if at this point in my acting career that I would have been able to pull that off. And 
and I would have been able to pull it off. I don't know if I personally would have been satisfied with it. Okay. You know, but I feel like this one, it's I'm 100% comfortable in this character. I feel like if if there are little things that, you know, maybe I'm overacting or, you know, I'm being too loud, something like that, that I have you and, and Sean and Tyler. And Lisa even has, <laughs> she has a film blogging experience. So... I mean, even her, like, yeah. like I have enough people here who I know that would be willing to help me. Yeah, and uh, totally. And that's a lot of times directors, and I'm not saying Tyler would, is going to do that, but a lot of times directors have said, go big, or I'll tell you if you're going too big. Yeah, you know what you I mean? can reel me in a little then bit. I'll, so don't worry about that, you know. And, but it is a weird transition yeah. because I remember last fall um, I was doing a play, and then we were doing we were going to do this movie called The Lake Effect, and I remember coming in many nights we had the reading after I just got done rehearsing the play. So I came in and I remember specifically being so over the top when I came in because I had just been doing the theater. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 you know, <laughs> and then I come in and I, everyone else is like low key human and I'm that done. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, sorry, hold on. Let me redo that one. I'm still keyed up from doing it because it is it. It's two different worlds, but it's. You know, it's the same end game, though. Yeah. It's the same point. Ever, you know, both you're you're trying to sell this character and be a real human being in yes. this situation. You know, it's make believe, but it's supposed to be a person. They the the person on screen doesn't know they're a character, right? Usually, um, I feel like, uh, <laughs> you know. Like, you would understand this, but, you know, in theater, of course, you do so much character development. Mm -hmm. You know, you're you're literally spending the months leading up to opening, digging in and like, what's your backstory? What's this, this and this? I feel like in film, I wouldn't have that problem because I've been doing improv and teaching improv for so long. Yeah, and I do want to That you could just pick it up. But but again, I mean, I'm definitely going to need pointers and I'm always willing to accept that I've had some of the most wonderful mentors in my life that have experience with film and... And whatnot, and I'm, you know, yeah. always eager well, you're <laughs> to start, learn. Yeah, you're starting off in a really good, fun atmosphere. I mean, uh, this is this atmosphere that Tyler has created and everyone together has created is, you know, having worked on a lot of little indie films, especially in Chicago, they're not all like this. There's some you just show up and it's like, you know your lines, yeah, action. You shake hands and you leave. It's, yeah. But this is a really good creative um, atmosphere where everyone's working together. Every there's an anticipation about the project. You know, it's it doesn't it, it's something I'm looking forward to doing. Much like a play, it does have that kind of feel to me. Where um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm like I'm building yeah. up that excitement. I'm like, you know, here we go. And and and, and it's been a very 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 cool um, experience all so far in the atmosphere. And well, um, the big the big thing for me is that like. <clears throat> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Even now, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's like, on my first film, it, that was like the big thing. It's like, I'm taking a leap of faith. I'm spending a bunch of money and all this stuff. And I, I hired people who thought they knew what they were doing. And it's like, I don't, I, I bring it up a lot. I, I don't want to knock the guys for this in my life. But it, it was just like, people who went to school, they might have made a short film after school or something like that. And this was like their first maybe like, like, real like feature film job and I, anyway it was a real film mm-hmm. and the way that we, we we handled it something like that but it's a lot of like this is how you're supposed to do it because this is what I was told in school and this is the way it has to be you have to do it like this and then it's like no I, I, we need to get what's on the page in front of the camera and that's exactly. all that matters to me exactly. that's all that matters to me and um and you have to create an atmosphere because there was definitely a, a, a difference in uh 
and the the paid crew and everybody else because mm-hmm. they like it, it, even though everybody else was kind of a mess it was like we were there to have fun we were there to have a good experience and that's because mm-hmm. that, that's what i was preaching we are here to learn things we're here to have fun no, nobody should leave upset no. it shouldn't be that way and i was the, probably the only one that left upset by the <laughs> end of it because i was so pissed <laughs> off with some of my crew guys and um and it's and it's just like uh, after that it was like I can't do that again I can't do that again and really it's just you have to know who to work with and so it's like if you want to come and maybe make no money make a little bit of money and really you're in it for the experience you want to learn things you want to have fun you yeah. want to make something creative yeah make a that's cool what movie it, like because like every time I make a movie if it doesn't feel like I'm making movies with my friends then I, I'm doing and I'm not I don't I'm not going to be in it exactly I can't do it and it's like every project there's always a weird different set of hurdles to go over like with this one it was like. But halfway through, are we making the right movie? And we realized, no, we were not making the right movie because not as not everybody was as excited as I was about it, mm-hmm. or could or, or 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 was could sell it as much as I thought I could do it. You know, not that I wanted to play every character and, and hold the camera and do everything else. It was just like, if I'm if I if my crew's not happy, I'm not happy. If my cast's not happy, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. So everybody needs to be working together, and that's why it's like everything got built up to where it is now, which is like, you know, kind of bringing it back to like, even talking about like, if you're being, if you're bringing too much of a presence to your character, or whatever, it's like, we're, we're working on that. Like there's a yeah. whole, like um, one of my favorite characters from Grace's room is the assassin and, and Chris Aubrey in real life. That's how he is in real life. He is, he is the biggest glossiest ham you'll ever meet. <laughs> and it's like, we cast him because of that. It's yeah. like, don't do anything else. Just be you. That's yeah. what we want. Yeah. And um, with, with like uh, catering Danny to Devin, the character of Danny to Devin, it was more like, well, Devin definitely has a presence and she's got a, you know, like I said, from the beginning of this podcast, she's got a great face. And mm-hmm. it's like she can like morph that thing like no other. So it's like we got to <laughs> we got to use that. Yeah. And it's like, well, what conspiracy? Like she's she's big into conspiracy. She's big into like, you know, what's going on. Like she feels like she's connected to yeah. every, like all the supernatural shit from all of our films mm-hmm. that nobody else is seeing except for the people who are forced right into it. And so she's like, I'm going to go find it. She's like the first character in our universe who's actively looking for this shit, yeah. whereas everybody else wants to run away from yeah, it. everyone just kind of fell into it. And so it. it's like, it just, it worked out perfectly. It's like, this is a well-defined character and we didn't have to try too hard to do it. It just kind of happened. Um, and so... It's it it's it feels great to me. Like this is the best thing. This is why I do this. Like when I don't have the money to make the movie, even though I know we'll find it. When I don't have the people, the cast, the locations, I know we'll find it. And I'm like I'm downtrodden. I'm I'm stressed out. I have a lump on my side. I still haven't gotten checked out yet because I'm I'm sure it's probably an ulcer or my kidney is like blowing up or there's pee in my my body. It's like I'm I'm not worried about it right now because no. I hear to hear people talk about how like excited they are for this experience because yeah. it's like it's 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 catered to you and it should be that way and if it isn't you need to let me know or maybe it just isn't meant for you because this is a pretty crazy thing we're doing like you know it's yeah not just making three films in three years but like making a film in nine days and you know people have to commit to that like that's a huge commitment for people in Mm -hmm. our area Mm because it's like we have to you have to take you have to take 10 days off work or like or like a week off work and then work all weekend yeah and if it's not fun then it's not worth it It really isn't and i don't want you to subject yourself to that no you know which is you know maybe that's what happened with grace is that maybe she didn't have the best time making the movie because it was probably stressful for her being a teenager being a lot of extracurriculars maybe she realized i don't want I, i can't do that again yeah and so i mean i don't want to put words in her mouth or anything like that but it's just like you know, if it doesn't work for you, then 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 I'm sorry. Like yeah. I, I I can't make it work for everybody, but I try my best because right now we're sitting at like 28 people strong for I That's think awesome. pretty much everybody, other than like we have one scene with a couple extras, and it's like I'm really excited about that because I know this family. A lot of people, like the same crew from Grace's Room, a uh, couple of new cast members, Jerry the audio guy's coming back, same yep. executive producers. It's like it's like we're really building something here that I'm proud of. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I hope we get to do it again next year, you know? I have a feeling it will. I think this – I think 
I think by next year, people are going to be coming to you even more because that, that's what's been happening. I mean, uh, an actor that's looking like he's probably going to be playing your father in it. He contacted me because he knew I was involved. So people are coming out of yeah. the woodwork now oh, absolutely. and saying, hey, uh, you know, which is a big load off, off Tyler's mind because absolutely. it shows that he's on the right path. Yeah. People are into this. Yeah. Uh, you know, people that are hearing about it. Funny, uh, this kid, uh, Zach, something. Uh, oh, I can't think of his last name, which is terrible because I've known him for a long time. But uh, he had a, a Facebook post where he said, oh, just watch Grace's Room again. Great movie. He's not involved. I, in the I movie. like the guy. I don't he know wasn't who he involved is. in the movie whatsoever. I, he's yeah. friends with he's friends with Sean. I, we've known, we've known. I think he had a band with Sean. Yeah, but I see stuff like that, and yeah. I'm like, you it's, know, it starts he, small. It starts small, and it's like that's why like people kind of get hung up on like why why do you do so much Ottawa? Why do you only film in Ottawa and stuff like that? And it's like I don't do it because like I like I absolutely want to. Um, like a lot of it's because like I have great connections with like the local authorities it's and the mayor. Logistically, you know, makes I, sense. I, like I went into the mayor's office on Wednesday. And because um, we needed to film a scene at City Hall. And last time it was a bit, it was, not that it was a struggle with him, but it was like, you know, originally they were kind of like, well, we should probably have a police officer here because we don't know exactly what you guys are going to be doing, what's going to be happening, and it's going to be after hours and stuff like that. You know, and it's like, but they didn't say no. And now we're to the point where it's like, I walk in, I'm like, hey, Bob, I need to film something. All right, what room? I'm like, well, the, the chambers. He's like, when do you want to do it? I'm like, well, here's our shoot schedule. Like, can we do it at night? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. You call, call my secretary and schedule it. Like, he, and that's it. it. I was in and out in less than a minute. Yeah, because you gain trust. I mean, yeah. that's part of it, too. You This is a, is being run as professionally as possible. Yeah. But, but even beyond that, like, it's like I like to put love into the people and the places that really mm-hmm. show me love. Yeah. And so it's like, you know... Not that there's the people that I cast away or anything like that, but it's like, you know, I have Sean from Grayson. Why don't I just use Sean again? And that was a big thing. I think Jenna was the one that was like, I was like, we were like, oh, we're going to cast all this shit. She was like, why just bring Sean back? Yeah. Like, Sean's a fucking blast. Yeah. He was he, like, he kept people pumped up and stuff like that. It's like, bring, bring back Sean and then get a couple new people. Sean can show them what to do. Yeah. And then we just keep growing and growing and growing yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm really excited because um, uh, there's a cameo of of the mayor from River City Panic. Like, I'm really pumped about that. Like, me and her kind of go toe to toe for a yeah, little bit. Like, my character whole, Richard. Fantastic. And it's like, it's shit like that. Too. I'm really excited to bring all those things together and then, like, just keep growing this. This well, I don't know, this hopefully delightful tumor yeah. um, out of the Illinois Valley and whatever and, and so it's like I, I the more the, like I I am fine with spreading local first I don't need to get picked up by I, I don't want to make somebody else's fucking movie I only want to make mine yeah. because I don't I just don't I don't have the energy to do yeah. it yeah and I have the energy to do it but anyways um, so uh, I'm, I'm working on my idea for because essentially I want to make a movie for like five thousand dollars next mm-hmm. year if I could pull it off because we're not gonna have any fucking money after this thing <laughs> and I can't imagine somebody's gonna show up and be like I want to give you a distribution deal for all three films here's a three million dollars I can't imagine this is gonna happen but it's like I like I've already outlined what I would like to do for the next film and it's like oh, bing boom like I've already got parts for you two Woo! and it's like yeah it, this guy <laughs> right here yeah well Good job. Hopefully, hopefully this works out good for everybody oh, and you guys we'll, still want to work we'll, with me we'll make we'll make sure it works out good but um it's like yeah like I, I'm just so excited I, I can't not think of the next step and so yeah. it's like like it's you guys are great so I oh, appreciate it I love I, 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 lo- I love you it's a love fest <laughs> And again, if you're listening to this right now, we're shooting the movie, so hopefully this is continuing. Hopefully, oh yeah, still, I forgot like, about that. Hopefully, the, hopefully we're still friends. Hopefully, yeah. Tyler's pleased with what we're doing. No, I can't. I, it, this is going to be a blast. Like really, it, like I, I mean, I feel like I'm stealing the spotlight from from Devin, but like no. the all the mistakes we made on on Grace's room and the, the like the things that we changed from the mistakes on River City Panic. It's like we're only getting better. We're only mm-hmm. getting better. We're only getting stronger, and we're working harder and smarter. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like. This is going to be like Grace's Room was a lot more fun than River City Panic, even though I think Grace's Room was way more stressful. We had a lot of weird things we couldn't anticipate that we had to deal with. 
And with this one, it's like there are far fewer issues in pre-production than there were before. And it's like we we catered a lot of the film to be like not a lot of extras, so we don't have a lot of people lingering around. Yeah. We, we we have a close set, so we can't uh, – we don't have just like a lot of like, you know, uh, I, w- I guess I would call them PAs sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. Um, and um, – and it's a it's a lighter shoot, mm-hmm. um, and uh, areas that we're not going to have to worry about neighbors or other people yeah. getting upset. Yeah. And it's like it's it's kind of catered perfectly to what what we should be doing. Yeah. And we're even shooting a month earlier than we have before, so we lost time. We lost an entire month, but somehow we're we're like on budget and way more prepared. And it's like I, I mean, it, 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 everybody it has to do with everybody. Yeah. It's like because I have actors like you two it gets me excited that i don't have to stress about like i need seven more characters because there's nothing going on here yeah it's like no 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 no. just less characters give them more and it like it's like all right with that that's how i feel like i feel so strongly about like you guys as actors like you will carry this film and you'll do it i hope so you'll do it well and hopefully we have we'll have a fast fascinating drag with us too. So once we cast him, <laughs> once, once but again, I'm not puzzle comes. I'm not like the our main antagonist isn't hasn't been cast for a month away. But I'm not worried about it. Like no, because if you're listening to this right now, we got a drag. Yeah. Booyah. Yeah. Exactly. We already have it. It's in the bag right now. Yeah. No. The the, the production didn't implode. No. I'm not in a psych ward somewhere. <laughs> you're not on the cover of News Tribune. Acting the script what out over wrong? and over and over again, <laughs> playing every character. Yeah. Yeah. Except jokes. I'll bring him with me. Well, yeah. Joel, stick your tongue out. Oh. I, hate, I hate both of the two cupcakes. Yeah, though, uh, Devin, Devin brought cupcakes. Yeah, she brought these delicious mini cupcakes. Well, they're brownies. They're brownie cupcakes. Brownie cupcakes. They're brownie cupcakes. <laughs> Joe. Yeah, I am both. Joe's over here. I'm watching him. He sneaks over. He pulls the package over. He takes one out. I look away. I look back. He's getting the other one. He finished it off. Yeah. Uh, oh, I ain't supper. I ain't eat supper. Supper. So you can't blame me. All right, he is Joe. from Grand Ridge. We'll, we'll get the feedback out here in a little bit. <laughs> All right, thank you. Can you put more oats in it this time? Yeah. Thank you. But, well, Devin, I have a question for you. So a big part of the production is the shooting in nine days, and we, we all stay at the homeless shelter together, and it's like camp, and it's it's pretty crazy. So um, do you have any concerns? <laughs> about, living in a, about bunking in a homeless shelter with a bunch of yahoos? Um. No, honestly, the after... girls get a separate bedroom. The girls get a separate bedroom. Yeah. I um far away from Joe. <laughs> well, okay, here I'm he out comes. Then. Every time we say no, Joe, 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 get back, get back. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, no, I'm uh, I'm not really concerned. Like I said, you know, I I lived out of my car uh, for about a year. Wow. Um, and basically, I was driving between Ottawa, Morris, Midlothian, Plainfield, and Joliet. Okay, wow. Um, so literally, I would stop and sleep in truck stops. Uh, I'm not that concerned about staying in um, in a homeless shelter. I mean, where are, where are the said homeless people? Uh, it for the it closes in the summer. Oh, well, yeah. that's yeah. rude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not because of us. Not because of us. Okay. Sorry, Jim. It's you... warm outside. Yeah. Get yeah. the hell yeah, out. Jim, we got kids coming in to make a movie. Get I believe out. it's a funding thing is yeah. that they can't, they can't quite yet fund a, a full year. So I think that's something they're working towards. Yeah. But um, the facilities are great, though. It's it is it's nice. a great shelter. If anybody out there is going to be homeless starting September first, I think is when they open back up. It's it's a great Reading facility, and yeah. they have they have great management there. But oh, um, wonderful. And the, but the fact that they let us go in there is yeah, and that's fantastic. Real, that's so cool because it it's, really is. It's the nice thing is, is that. Uh, 
beds, showers, full kitchen, plenty of space for us to store things and and eat and whatever. And so yeah. it, it works out great. So but, uh, I, I really do only care about the food. So I mean, you well, know. here's the thing: is you eat well, you eat well uh, during these films, and <laughs> like if. But the food situation for Grayson was so fucked up because it was like we would show up on set, we'd get our first shot off at two o'clock, and so all of a sudden lunch would be there five minutes later. It's like we, the system Just was so started, messed up. Yeah. yeah, and so, but like you know, we were put, we were putting in. This is a mistake that we, sh- we we can't do again. We were putting in like orders at like our grottos, which is like a like a family style sit down restaurant. It's kind of like a local staple, and it's like bringing in like giant things of spaghetti and pizzas and <laughs> and all sorts of weird shit, and it's like spending like a hundred and fifty bucks a pop for like a lunch. And I, not not that like we couldn't couldn't afford it, but it was just like well, there was so much food left over, and it was like nobody was happy because all the food was cold by the time we ate yeah. it. But um, but this time we're actually gonna we're gonna we're gonna be well more prepared for this. Meals will be pre planned, but like you know we 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 have a lot of local restaurants that kind of give us some great discounts and things Pizza like that. Hut. The Pizza Hut. There's going to be plenty of Red Bull or whatever your drink of energy drink of or caffeinated drink of choice is. There'll be plenty of that on set to keep you alive. Good. But it's 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 so it's so much fun. It really I, yeah, is. I, I I can't wait. Yeah, the, I'm actually looking forward to it. I think I think it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I always take a week off in the summer wherever I work. When I all the years I live in Chicago, it still is the same. Wherever I worked, I take a week off in the summer and I take a week off over like Christmas, and. This year's I'm t- my week will be this, and I don't feel yeah. like I'm losing out. I don't feel like oh man, my whole week I, I can't go and do day trips. I don't feel that. I'm I feel like the, I'm excited to. Be, it's like going on vacation for me. Well, I hope you I hope you guys all have the Fourth of July off because that's that's yeah, the, ni- the nice yeah. the nice thing is the Monday after we fi- we wrap is the Fourth of July, yeah. so everybody should open an extra the, day because that for Grace's room I was shooting um, up until probably like after you know eight or technically it's like it's like a 10 day shoot uh, but we only shot nine actually shot film nine days or digital whatever but um that night we wrapped sunday at maybe like 11 o'clock midnight i i I went home i slept for like four hours and then i got up for work the next day and it was like i mean it was intense but it was like you know and once i cut up my sleep like two months later yeah um it's it's a grind but it's like it's oh it's so worth it but i'm I'm glad we have that extra day off yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a big day of celebration uh well a a big night of celebration a big day of sleeping (laughs) fireworks and we're gonna pretend it's all for us you'll be passed out face down on the ground (laughs) fireworks just blasting above you no i'm sure i'll be still wandering around uh City camera uh, looking the, for cameras. Where, where do I go? <laughs> I'll be walking around the park as usual in Princeton with with Big Mike, my friend Big Mike, doing the same thing we've done since like junior high, making fun of the weirdos. And oh, that's, that's what, what I loved about day. Grace's room is that is the fact that those characters were getting ready to go to uh, Riverfest. Partly for the food and partly to make fun of all oh, the creeps. I, that is what I go to the Bureau County Fair. Yeah. With Big Mike every year to get corn dogs and make fun of the creeps, and so I was like, I totally identify with these guys. Oh my god! I mean, that's why like uh, most of the characters in in this movie are super critical of like n- themselves and each other. It's like that's I mean, like uh, people might think that I'm a pretty like nice guy. I think I'm a nice guy, but like I constantly <laughs> I constantly judge people. It's so hard for me not to. It's just it's part of the comedy. I, I, I get so uncomfortable all the time, and I just I, just, I, ha- I have to shit on like yeah, okay. It's... My nephew my nephew graduated from um, kindergarten the other day. It was great. I was so excited for him. Great job, JC. You're the best. Uh, <laughs> but for fuck's sake, they did a slideshow. They did all the presentation. They handed out the stuff, and then they did a slideshow, which is all right. So slideshow is going. You could barely see the slideshow because the gym was so freaking dark and the projector was not well suited for like how big that they, they blew it up. And the music's playing. Song one's done. It's like, okay. All right. Song two kicks on. I'm like, all right, all right. I can deal with two two songs worth of slides. 
Song three starts. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. All right, this is the last one before I start getting upset. Song four (laughs) kicks on. I'm like, this is ridiculous. We're now 20 minutes into this or like 18 minutes into this. Song four, song six. And then... How long was this? And then the CD starts to skip. And then for another eight minutes, we sit there in silence while the while the slideshow keeps going. This slideshow was like thirty fucking. I'm the I I can't I panic I panic I start looking at people in the audience. I, I'm like fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. I don't I don't know who you are. I don't understand you. What are you wearing? You know I'm like who put this fucking slideshow on? Like I can't handle it. I start freaking out. And so it's like it's like shit like that where it's like I just if I can impart that into my characters, then that's what I want. I'm all, I'm all for it. But um, but uh, well, anyways, back to Devin. So like, other than like the the, the shoot schedule and, and all that nonsense and stuff like that, like what like in the script, like what are you most excited about, like for your character, but even for like the film overall, like what is something that you're like really looking forward to? Um, the guns. For sure. <laughs> we we, we for sure. officially have I think sixteen guns here right now. One more on its way. And uh, uh, and we're making a really big one that I, I don't want to spoil on the podcast. Joe. But you're gonna be fucking badass. Yeah, I know. I'm. That's definitely what I'm most excited about. Uh, this is, you know, I'm sure it's almost every woman's, you know, weird weird dream. Oh, nice. I'm holding a handgun <laughs> yeah, right jo- now. Yeah, Joe just handed her one of, the, one of her prop guns. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure it's every girl's dream to be like the badass in the movie, you know? And Well, you guys are. That's the yeah. funny thing about the photograph. You've got the yeah. two girls with the guns and then the two dudes are holding like, you know, well, wooden paddles and... Yeah, and it's, and it's <laughs> not... Whisks. You know, whisks. And it's not even like it, we're trying to like, you know, like make make a statement with it. It's There's just a like... new Joss Whedon. Yeah, I'm the new Joss Whedon. Um, I wanted all female Avengers right now. Um, no, but it was just like, uh, I, I the way it, it was based off your characteristics of like who you guys are in real in real life. Because like I just can't take you and Sean seriously, like yeah, ever. I and, understand. And so like the idea That's not of the like first time we've heard that of you guys like <laughs> feeling like you're strong enough that you can improvise your weaponry based off of like baking materials and things like that. <laughs> like I love that idea. And then like the idea that like Danny and Lisa are like. I, I I can't even like overstate this like it, the, how prepared you are for <laughs> for the apocalypse yeah, an and it's like it it's just it just fits like who you guys are like your your individual characteristics so well both in real life and in your characters and it's I, it's just like there yeah. there's I want to say so many things but I can't I can't spoil <laughs> it there's some great like both girls have some great violent moments yeah and it's gonna yeah. be really good yeah that's gonna be yeah. fun to do. But um, what's what's your favorite um, what's your favorite scene? <laughs> My favorite scene, um, which again I don't want to give out too much, but uh, there's a scene where I'm running around outside, um, and there's a body attached. It's holding on oh, to me, and yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm running back and forth screaming while the body's just laughing. Well, and it's, we, uh, we, we just we just secured that location the other <laughs> day, and it's it's beautiful. It's really big and. It's it's beautiful. It's gonna be perfect. <laughs> the audience has no um, idea what we're talking about. But it's I know it's it's funny. There's a lot of anxiety. Um, hopefully we're. I don't know. Hopefully we've already filmed that scene oh, at yeah. this point. Actually, and, uh, if, if we go incredible. by the schedule I have, we will have done that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and we ac- we actually just auditioned the dad the other day, and I think he's going to be the one, unless Lloyd Kaufman of Troma calls me and says I want to be in your movie. Oh, man. Um, but uh, otherwise, I, I think he's great because he's like. Um, I think I think kind of acting wise they're very similar. I mean not not only because they're he's, both theatery people. Yeah, yeah, he's done a lot of lot of a uh, lot of theater stage two twelve stuff. But oh, he was nice. he was he directs was, he's directing a play this. That's another thing. He's directing a play this fall, so who knows? You may get he may recruit you. There you go. He's recruited me and Sean. Uh, I'm audition. actually directing my own show in the fall. Oh, I know. Did I you know. write it? Even uh, no, it's Love, Sex, and the IRS. 
Oh, yeah, you were talking about that uh, at yeah. one of the meetings. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, um, that's awesome. I, I got approved and everything. I'm actually uh, doing that show for Latitude 41. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Well, Thank good you. for you. Thank you, yes. I'll be holding yeah. auditions in the fall. I oh, may, well. I yeah. may be recruiting some of you people. Great. Joe Buckley? Yeah. Definitely Joe Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> make, just make him a tree yes. or something. <laughs> he just, he's a bush. <laughs> yeah. I can have a song about how many apples I have on my bitches. Joe yeah. is uh, Joe is going to be the sex in the title. Oh, Love shit. oh sex. well, he just yeah. he just oozes sex, doesn't yeah. he? I mean, it, it doesn't matter what your sexuality He's is. When you're around right him, now. you're just really yeah. yeah. There's a smell. There's a Please sense. don't ooze right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great segue into. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Joe buck. has some great questions for Devin. And and I just want to say, Joe. Take it easy. This yeah, time. Joe. Yeah. I I already made a Hyman joke that yeah. I I feel <sighs> awful about. No, 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 no. Yeah. Behave yourself. Be, try to be gentle. Oh, My God. family's listening. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> family is listening. Oh, Joe. Oh, oh yes. Joe. Passing the buck, Joe Buck. Passing the buck, Joe Buck. We don't give a buck because we're passing the buck with Joe Buck. <sighs> I'm drunk. Is it, is it recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what Joe sounds like, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> How does that go again, Joe? Uh, hey, you guys. You guys saw. Uh, God, is it too hot in here or uh, what? So that, That's, so, yeah. That's just Joe going yeah. through menopause. <laughs> uh, uh, did you guys watch the big game of the big Steelers? <laughs> game or whatever i don't know well ladies and gentlemen welcome to our favorite segment everyone's favorite segment, your grandmother's favorite segment oh yes pass the buck with uh joe joe the meat buckley Ooh, he just opened a, another I monster on myself so <laughs> yeah, i had to look it off he just opened up his second monster in the last two hours so <sighs> yeah <sighs> So, uh, Devin, I'm sure uh, since you've listened to a couple of the other one of these podcasts, I'm sure this was the segment you were most excited about. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, I actually I love Joe Buckley's theme song. That is awesome. Sean came up with the most fantastic little theme song. For yeah, Pass it's a really the good theme song. Passing the buck with Joe Buck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's your own theme song. Yeah, who doesn't want? What are you, Tom Selleck? You're so nonchalant about your fame. Get out of here. So, Joe, um, well, again, we're passing the buck, so uh, go ahead if you have questions for Devin or knock yourself out, buddy. Okay. So I'd just like to ask you. Joe, are you doing a bit? Is this a bit, Joe, or are you just... I like the whole dead air thing. Yeah, it's real fun, especially when you're a listener to the show. That's real fun. Well, Everybody loves to listen to nothing. Yeah, Dead Air. No, I actually do. I love it. Yeah. My favorite radio bit ever in the history of radio is when this guy brought his cat into the studio, and he said, okay, my cat can talk. I taught it to say the word cookie. And for two and a half hours, he tried to get this cat to talk, and he just kept saying cookie, cookie, cookie over and over and over again. And it never talked, and it never did anything, and he started crying a bit, Phil. 
<laughs> I would cry. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, it's interesting. Um, during the production meeting that we just had before this, uh, we found out that Joe is obsessed with listening to people cry. He actually has a file on his computer of a compilation of various people from the internet crying. No, it's not various people. It's this one guy. Oh, one guy. Was it the same guy brought in the yes, cat? Yeah, cat guy. He just cries? And you like yeah. listening to him cry. Why? Because it's so fascinating. It's like this guy on the radio is having a mental break that lasts years and years and years and you can just listen to a person decompose in front of you De- no i don't think he's decomposing he, yeah. really or you can hear well, the decomposition but basically he got so worried by the end of it that he was scratching holes into his head and like he had giant head scabs and they, they found that out whenever they made him shave his head for a radio bit so this is the stuff you watch for entertainment yeah Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a fun old gay time. What what age did you start getting into creepy, creepy, creepy things like this? Uh, okay, so... Because I, I, I can't believe you just went from a kid watching, I don't know, whatever cartoons your generation watched, and all of a sudden now wanting to watch Silo and all the other weird crap you like. There had to have been a, a tipping well, point. What was yeah, the, what was the gateway in from SpongeBob SquarePants to the Jarbutt guy? So I think uh, back in maybe very beginning of high school, I started going on the air and that like a young boy would do. Mm-hmm. And I find this guy. His his name's Chris Chan, mm-hmm. and he's the greatest man who ever lived. Well, what what what's his story? Well, Chris is uh, he's basically a young man. He lives with his parents. He draws a comic book called Sonichu oh. with crayons. Okay. And it's about, like, a Sonic the Hedgehog that, like, crashed with a Pikachu, and it made Sonichu. And that's oh. his own original character. I don't and think Smashing 2 uh, no, characters so. can make, he really said so. making your own character. No, no, okay. no, no. he said so. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. And don't want to argue, argue with, with Genius. No, no you don't. Um, so, basically, like, Aaron that finds him back in, like, 2008 or so, and he's just, like, this really weird, gullible guy. And for the past decade, they've just been fucking with this poor guy endlessly. They have a Wikipedia dedicated to him. It's got, like, over 40,000 pages. Mm-hmm. Like, they know, like, every single short uh, like shirt he's, like, ever worn. They have a page on that. He's wow. made, like, 600 YouTube videos. He, They just, like, they call him, like, in the middle of the night. And they just bother him constantly. That's that's not that's and you like and you you so this is what got well, you into weirder and weirder train like train wreck thing. And so then it just sort of branched off into you wanting to see more and more intense, yeah. obscure, weird, uncomfortable things. Yeah, like one time basically. Um, so they get a young boy to have phone sex with Chris, pretending to be like a chick. Uh huh. And he go he falls for it, of course, because yeah. he thinks a young lady's after him. So yeah, he'll jerk off on the phone. Why not? <laughs> But at the same time, uh, they they are recording Chris's end of him jerking off on the phone. They call up his dad and they say, "Okay, listen up, Chris is dead. You have to burst into Chris's room right now because he's on the internet and he's saying he's going to kill himself." So his dad like bursts into the door and Christian's like jerking off, <laughs> and like they record like his dad like just bothering and they're like, "Go away, go away, dad." Uh, I, you know, I wish the people listening to this could see the excitement and the it, <laughs> yeah. it's like a, the childlike a in my eye. the childlike joy on a Christmas morn uh, projection from Joe Buck's face as he talks about this weird masturbation trick or whatever. Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fun little party trick. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway. Joe, how's our guest doing? Yeah, anyway, let's... Oh, oh well, more come questions. Come on, I, oh. I'm getting into my cum talk. Oh, God. <laughs> Bro, how are you doing today? Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm oh, good. okay. <laughs> um, how are you feeling after those cupcakes? Uh, yeah, did you eh. thank Devin for those yet? Oh, no, I haven't, because I have to be quiet during the podcast. I, <laughs> I'd like to say thank you for the brownie things. <laughs> Thanks. I have some cookies out in my car, too, if you I'd want eat some. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hungry. You don't want him near your car. Because next thing you know, you'll be halfway home, and you'll yeah, hear, you'll, you'll you'll hear this like weird... stuck in your glove box. Yeah. You'll, <laughs> you'll look in your mirror, and you'll see this, like, white, ghostly mass. And yeah, it's like Ringu, but worse. Yeah. Ask her some questions, Joe. Come on, Joe. Why aren't you being prepared? You well, knew Devin was coming in. I don't in. know. I, what, what do you want from me? Professionalism? Yes. No. Ask a question, please, Joe. Oh, okay. Uh, what's the strangest thing you've ever seen on the internet? Very good question. Uh, blue waffle. Oh, that's nothing. That's it. That's nothing. That's all I'm going to say. It's fine. What what is that, Joe? Joe, <laughs> give me a very bare bones. I don't okay. I don't want a 14 minute thing. Just all tell right. me. Give Two me words. the bullet points. Two words. Rotting vagina. Uh, oh. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Is that why? Is that like a plot point? The, no, the, that's the, the whole vag- thing. It's just a picture. Oh, it's just a picture of a bad vagina. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it turned like, bad. Like it from a medical blue. book. That's a blue yeah. waffle. Yeah. <laughs> it turned blue. Yeah. Wonder why was it from a was it on a corpse? No, I don't think so. I think bad anybody, fungus or whatever. Does anybody know. know the story behind this blue waffle? <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah, I heard it tastes like blueberries. Mm. <sighs> Joe, ask for some dating advice. Yes. Oh, okay. Because that's that's a side point of this. It's a, it's a girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I know. I'm afraid to go near because I might get cooties. Mm. You will definitely get some cooties. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, like, if I wanted to woo, like, a young lady, what would you advise me to do or not to do? <laughs> That's a great question. All right. Actually. Um, I would advise you to... Oh, jeez, Joe. Not be know. yourself. I think that's probably... <laughs> this, is, this is tough. Um, okay, so you're going to take her out to the movies. All okay. Right? You're going to grab, you have to buy the popcorn, but I mean, that bitch of course needs to buy the drink, okay? Yeah, and I like butter, so I yeah, hope seriously. she does too. <laughs> so, or else I might get like my own little cup of butter. So you're going to get this popcorn, all right? And then you're going to sit down next to her in the movie theater, and you're going to grab a handful of popcorn, you're going to throw it in her face. Okay. Okay? Uh, so when she looks down that. like, hey, what the hell? And looks down to pick up the popcorn, you're going to slide your arm over her. Oh, right. yeah, smooth. Right? Very yeah. good. Very smooth. You could, you could yeah. pull that off, too. So now... So this is basically all right. All right. If she gets mad at you, if you throw this popcorn in her face, <laughs> never call her again. Oh no, I don't like to do that. But anyway, if I don't she like starts, phones. if she starts eating the popcorn, you know you're golden. Yeah. All right. And then you can. Oh, here we go. Then, then you could like point your hand like up in the air, like say, "Quick, what's that?" And then she'll look up, and you could like feel her titty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, yeah, that that was uh, that was gonna be my next thing. I thought he was just gonna go for the old uh, Mickey Mickey Rourke and Diner move, where he puts his wiener up through the bottom of the popcorn oh, yeah. until she eats all the way down to it, and then you know touches. I mean, that's gotta be uncomfortable. The ding dong. Well, yeah, because the salt and butter is gonna oh, get right stings. in the urethra. Yeah, it stings. Jesus, I've done it before. It stings. Yeah. Did you ever get holes in it? 
it, it depends. Holes. Yeah, sometimes you get like a loose kernel. What, what about yeah? What about the hot, the hot little unpopped kernels that Ooh, are at the bottom? Yeah, get, the sting. Yeah. No, but look, I you're get, not gonna be able to milk those out very easily. Stop talking about milking and penises in the same sentence. Yeah, I can Wait a minute. It. When did I turn into Joe? Yeah. What? Oh my god. Oh my god. No. Oh, I'm so ashamed. Yeah, I'm yeah. so ashamed. Whatever. Next thing I know, I'm gonna get some Aviva bright white sneakers. Jerry Seinfeld sneakers. Oh, God. Yeah, don't worry. I'll send you some YouTube clips to listen to. Don't. For Halloween, we all got to dress like Joe. Oh, yeah. 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 Make a cult. <laughs> yeah, the, the cult of Buck. Yeah. But I basically, like, um, I think I'd kind of, like, be like Travis Bickle, like, in Taxi Driver. Like, I'd just go to, like, a porno theater and, like, hit on the chick who's, like, selling the candy. Well, yeah, that's what he does in the movie. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you doing that. Yeah. And then I'd shave my head and shoot a bunch of people. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so movie date's out. Yeah. So, well, um, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, um, what else would you advise Joe? Let's say Joe's already got a second date. Let's say he did the, yeah, the popcorn I thing. Yeah, slid right in the home in the first date. And the girl, for some reason, is taken by him and is like, you know what? I'll give the dude a second chance. Yeah. And this date, what would you recommend Joe Buckley do for a second date? Because he doesn't want to do the movie again on the no, second date. No, 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 no. Because it's the same one. I, I don't like watching multiple movies. I just like one. Yeah. Uh, well, <sighs> you like taking pictures of people? Oh, yes. Oh, Especially no. if they don't know I am. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe just, like, show her a couple, um, like, black and white pictures of what you've taken of her while she hasn't noticed. Uh, okay. You know? So, like, yeah, hey, you know, hey, while you were in the shower, <laughs> I got this awesome picture of you. Or, you know, hey, while you were cutting those onions and crying, mm-hmm. I took some pictures of you. Yeah. You know? And then uh, see how she feels about that. Yeah, yeah, I could go up to her and say, hey, look, it, I've got all these pictures of you in the shower. And either she's going to be like, oh, my romantic? God, these are so pretty. Or she's going to be like, you know, I, I don't think we should talk anymore. Oh, well, I could also go up to her and say, here, I'm like kind of like an amateur photographer. So I took like hundreds of shots of rotting meat. Could you please tell me what you think of them? <laughs> I don't know why I laugh. I, I like to watch it decompose. I'm I'm really struggling on a third date here. I uh... I'm actually going to go uh-huh. farther. Let's say you've been courting for a long time and you are ready to make a commitment. Oh, okay. So you're you're, gonna, you're talking you're gonna... right to anal. <laughs> I thought that was going to be third date. Yeah. Oh well. God, Joe, 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 Joe. Not until you're married, kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you can do it before you're married because it's not against Jesus. He said so. When did he say in the so? Bible? When... What part in the Bible when... did he say butt <laughs> sex is okay? Deuteronomy 18. Deuteronomy. The holy butthole is the most joyous of holes, and oh, thou shalt take pleasure from it when able. It's true. It's actually Kate. tattooed on me. Where, where is it? Wow, that's a lot of writing to yeah. get tattooed. Yeah. Well, it's in really small print. Hey, can we get Joe a tattoo? If there's any money left in the budget, well, then it's a driver's license. Okay, that's free. Yeah. Driver's license, Joe. I don't like a driver. Can we all get tattoos of Joe? Yeah, that that drawing there. Well, it'll be like in Lord of the Rings. Remember yeah. when all that you heard about all the actors that were of the Fellowship in that movie? They all got I can't remember, a tattoo of. Uh, the Elvish number for seven or eight or however, nine, nine, because there's nine of them in the fellowship. Same thing with. Uh, yeah, Joe's face on our ass cheeks. We're going to get Joe's face, the camaraderie, all of us that worked on this movie, we're going to get Joe's face uh, on our asses. Okay. 
I mean, if you if you're willing to pay a bit up front, you could do a thing where um you can basically whenever you spread the cheeks, it looks like my mouth is open. <laughs> And then, yes, then you can make I want this. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of things can we make it say, Joe? Well, it, it was mostly just like. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> oh, so Joe, if you if you were going to ask a woman to marry you, what would you do? Well, I'd I'd probably be like really really romantic about it first. I'd like I'd scour the road for just like carca- like roadkill carcasses, and I'd put them all in a bucket, right? So once I have enough roadkill, I'll basically dump it all out into the lawn, it, like a message saying, "Will you marry me?" <laughs> and then I'll like I'll blindfold her and like I'll okay, honey, look what I did to the lawn. And then uh, she'll take the blindfold off and she'll be like, "Oh, Joe, I love you." And then I'll be on one knee, and then I'll have like a bone ring I can give her. <laughs> From one of the animal carcasses. <laughs> what happens to the animal carcasses afterwards? <laughs> I'm just going to leave. I don't want to pick them up. <laughs> the time will eventually heal all wounds, including <laughs> animal carcasses. This is true. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. I mean, they'll eventually like just rot away into the grass eventually. Yeah, I, I bet yeah, it'll be like, really dust. healthy grass like in that area where it the meat be. juice seeped in. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you have any more questions for Devin? Um, did you get your bla- uh, bachelor's degree in fine <laughs> blart? <laughs> what the fuck did you just? <laughs> no, I'm, tr- I'm turning this into Paul Blart. <laughs> oh God, I think Joe had a stroke just yeah. now. No, it's fine. The right side of his face isn't moving. No, no, no. They're making a sequel to it. Because this time he's going to be so obese that he has to drive around in a mini scooter everywhere he goes. And sometimes banana peels get lodged up in the mini scooter's <laughs> wheels. And he, he just like falls down the stairs. And then he paralyzes his neck and he can't move anymore. And this has got to be the big sequel. Well, that's the thing. He has to overcome like his neck wound to go like chase down like teenagers again. And yeah. like slip on the duty. That's a very solemn comedy. No, no, no. It's got to be hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, there's going to be a scene where, like, um, basically, he's in the shower, right? And there's, like, five bars of soap, like, on the ground. And he's, like, he's scrubbing his hair, and he's, like, singing in the shower. And he's Paul Blart. And he's going, like, oh, oh, I better go reach over for this towel over on the other side of this shower. And then he'll reach over, and then he almost steps on the soap. And he's, like, oh, wait, I better pick this up. And then as soon as he does... Oh, no, you don't want to know what happened next. Your wedding night. Yeah. Yeah. Joe shows up behind him. Hi. Yeah. (laughs) Anal? Yeah. Anal? We're married now. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's in the Bible. (laughs) Joe, ask Devin about the movie. Ask her questions about the movie. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, no. Oh, by the way, I do not have my... I can't even say it. Blatchelers? Your Blatchers degree in fine blarts. Yeah. You don't? No, I don't you didn't actually. Get one? Nope. Right after high school, I went straight into uh, theater yeah. and then started working more yeah. and more. Oh, uh, I'm only two crats away from getting mine. I really have to study oh, up. Shit. I, I I really just have to study <laughs> up on like slipping on like cow shit, and then I also have to study on how to like eat a pie without using my hands. <laughs> um, I I felt like gaining experience was a little bit more important than, uh, you know. I agree, debt. especially with the arts. I mean. Nobody, you. If you would have walked in here and to Tyler and showed him a degree in acting, 
And he would have been like, okay, said, okay well, you still have to audition. Yeah, okay, that's that's cool and all, but that doesn't mean you can do <laughs> shit. Yeah. On it. No, no, Tyler will have like spit on it, like Daisy Domergue in Hateful Eight. And you, you know what happens next. Yeah, she gets punched in the face, yes. Yeah, and then they say the word I'm not supposed to say on the podcast because Tyler said no. No. I don't even know what that word is, but don't say it. Okay. Which one? Oh yeah. no, the Joe. Uh, Joe. We can't. No, no. I can't. Uh, I can't condone that in any okay. way. All right, I won't. I'm, I'm not Tarantino. Out of friends as is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, are you excited about the movie? I uh, yeah. I you know I uh, I get a little nervous. <laughs> He's a cartoon um, man. But I know that uh, you know during filming that those nerves they turn to energy. So yeah, yeah. I'm definitely excited. Okay. So great. So on the set, if she needs, when you're not acting, are you going to be available to help? Yeah, definitely. Out, I can get I him can a drink like or something. You like uh, coach or whatever. Like I was, I know Little League too. So if you need Perfect. help with like uh, yeah. your, your swing or like your stance, and like I will teach you how to hit a tee ball. I know. I what am. you gotta do is you gotta put it on the stand, the ball, and then you gotta hit it off of it. You just gotta keep swinging <laughs> until you hit it. <laughs> And that's how you're going to make a home run, baby. Um, I am kind of nervous. Um, I'm nervous about looking like I don't understand how to handle a gun, like holding them properly and, and yeah, making sure that I'm firing them right and whatnot. That's um, an understandable uh, concern. Yeah, I didn't definitely. even think about that. Yeah, so if little you, things like that. We, you know, I'm sure we, we're from the Illinois Valley. So one of us has to know somebody who's into guns that can maybe no, show no, no. somebody how to properly handle a weapon, I don't know. Yeah, yeah or or at least if I could see see how much uh, like kick certain guns have, so yeah. that way I'm not just looking like you know. Yeah, that makes sense. 115 pounds shooting a rifle yeah. and I don't move at all. So yeah, little I, things like no, that. No, no. If you want, like I can take you to the like the abandoned mall and we mm. can just shoot like the mannequins and <laughs> pretend that they're all our old uh, high school classmates. I like it. That sounds good to me. Cool. <laughs> well, there it is. That's a plan. Okay. All right, Joe. Well, um, before we sign off here, do you have any parting words of uh, encouragement or wisdom or anything to say to Devin or any last questions? Or um, I don't know. I'd just say, like, uh, basically bring, like, a lot of blankets and pillows because those beds are not comfortable. Like, you you basically want to sleep on, like, a layer of pillows. Should I bring a hammock? Yeah, that might yeah, be better. Yeah, that was actually a very good question, Joe. I, I didn't think yeah. the well, it wasn't a question. Bad, it was a... Uh, a piece of advice. Well, he, he, you know what that means? That means you're not doing shit on set then. What? Because if you if you go back to that shelter, you should be like falling asleep on the fucking floor. Well, yeah. I was after I jerked it for a couple minutes, <laughs> and then I passed out in my own jizz. <laughs> well, Devin, uh, we want to appreciate you stopping in, thank you, um, thank giving, you. giving us your time. Yeah, it was a lovely time. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, yeah. Looking yeah. forward to uh, shooting this movie. Yes. And, it's gonna be uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun and. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, of course, if you're listening to this right now, head down to downtown Ottawa around one in the morning so you can yeah. come, you know. Papa come John's, come see us, talk to yeah. us. Um, you know. Get Joe Buckley's yeah. autograph. I'll kiss you. Yes, please get Joe. I'll kiss you. Actually, what's supposed to happen that night is Joe's debut. Oh. Yeah, if I see you, I'll kiss you. Can we say on this one? Is this? Well, have you sure. put the announcement out officially? If you haven't heard that we had a special announcement, um, special podcast, but uh, for anyone that hasn't listened to that one, Joe has agreed to hang dong. He's agreed to do the great 
comedy introduction as written, which will be brilliant. So there's a good chance of seeing Joe, you know, in all his birthday biblical suit uh, glory. Yeah. You head on down to Papa John's. I call him my Jesus pants. <laughs> yeah. Come see his Jesus pants. Uh, about one o'clock in the morning. So Papa John's? Out. Yeah, isn't that It'll be in that area. Near, near the area it's in Ottawa. Papa John's. Yeah, where Papa where pizza is. Yeah, we're around where Papa John's is in Ottawa, Illinois. Come yeah, but on you, down. you gotta watch out though, because I'm gonna like the night before. I'm gonna like hold all my piss, and like whenever I get on set, I'm just gonna piss in a couple cups. And if I see you looking at me, I'm gonna throw the piss on you. So I, I think that actually just made the list of the weirdest things yeah. I saw on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, three, <laughs> actually, uh, you've encouraged a lot more people from LaSalle to come in now, Joe. So good. Oh, you actually did the opposite. Oh, yeah. No, no piss allowed. No piss allowed on this film set, Mister. <laughs> you get your penis away from that cup, All as right. my mother said. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. All right. Goodbye. I'm not gonna turn it off, Tyler. So you have to. Uh. Ah! <laughs>